How do you understand your company's reputation as an employer? Metrics vary from company to company, making it hard to benchmark your progress against competitors. This is where the Employer Brand Index comes in. It analyzes what employees, candidates, and alumni are saying about your company and quantifies these findings into a single score. We can even dive into your talent competitors to really understand how competitive your employer brand is. Our team of talent analysts collect all available data points, discover patterns, and deliver a report full of insights and recommendations. Want to know more? Go to employerbrandindex.co. Hey, 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 Sansvason! It's Jorgen Sundberg here with the Employer Branding Podcast by Link Humans, London's Employer Branding Agency. Today, we are chatting to an East Coast tech company, which takes a very holistic approach to employer brand, a very people-centric company all the way from the top, in fact. Let's start the show. Hey, Trisha, how's it going? Great, how are you? I am fantastic, thank you. So uh, welcome to the podcast. Who are you and what do you do? Absolutely. So thank you again. Uh, my name is Trisha Goose. I am the recruitment marketing strategist here at Appian. I have been with the company for, gosh, a little over four years at this point. I started off really in recruiting. So working to recruit for our sales, marketing, and corporate positions. Um, I moved into this brand new function a little over a year ago. I actually attended eBrandCon last year. And correct me if I'm wrong, you're gonna, but you spoke there. Am I right? I did indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. After attending there, I, I knew immediately where I wanted to take my career and I knew that this would be a great area that we needed to grow within Appian. So here I am today managing recruitment marketing, employer branding. As we know with this type of role, there's many hats to wear. I am a, currently a team of one, but I do have an incredible social media intern because that's another job in and of itself. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. What about Appian? What is Appian and uh, would our listeners know it? We have actually been around since the late 90s. This year is actually our 20th anniversary. We are in the software space. Really what we do is we provide a low-code development platform that accelerates really the creation of high-impact business applications. Being in the software space, I think it's gosh, I read this the other day, I think it's around $100 billion market, but we're competing for top talent from the Googles and the Amazons of the world. Uh, that's a little bit about what we do overall space. Okay, so that, so you've kind of mentioned the challenge side. So yeah, is the talent challenge that uh, you're competing with all those big names um, in general? Since I started here, like I said, it's been four years. Oftentimes, folks had no idea what Appian was. I would say that's definitely shifted since then. People are starting to understand who we are, what we do. But right, we're not based in the, the West Coast Silicon Valley. We are an East Coast um, software organization. And it's been exciting to see kind of the software hubs really starting to take place here on, on the East Coast. Yeah, I would say that's our, our biggest struggle is trying to get people to understand what Appian does. And once they join, they love it. That has been a huge focus for us in really trying to explain our employer brand strategy. That's really interesting, actually, because um, I have Link Humans. We work with a number of companies that are very similar to that. So I like to call them like a, the diamonds in the rough. So usually really well-run B2B organizations, but it's just nobody knows about them. Once someone joins, they, they love it the next day. So tell us about the employer brand strategy. 
For us, um, our employer brand is Appian Life, and we like to think of it as a way of life here. So when it comes to our strategy, I would say both external strategy, internal, really overlap, meaning, you know, we may be running a campaign externally that could work twofold. By that, here's essentially what I mean, right? So any content that we are pushing out, we always have the whole person lens on at all times. For example, you know, we love to celebrate and showcase employees holistically. Um, so aside from being, you know, a quality engineer, who are you really, right? Are you a first-time mom? Is this your first gig out of university? Um, did you transition from a different department within Appian? And I would say this really stemmed from our CEO, Matt Culkins. He is very big on, you know, celebrating who you are. I actually took this quote from him because I, I enjoyed it so much, but he said, you know, we don't value you for your skill set as much as we value you for you. So for really for your ability to become what you want to become here at Appian. So arguably it makes my job much easier, right? Because everything that we're able to do comes from an authentic place. Uh, which really creates a better employee experience. So I would say that's our first component um, to our strategy is that whole person lens. Uh, the second I would say is it really helps to weave throughout our six employee-led affinity groups. So we have like having women, having pride, heritage, rise, wellness, green. Because uh, nowadays, aside from a, a comp package, right, people are looking at the whole picture and they want to know when they join your company, aside from great compensation, what is what is there to do? How can I get involved? What is your total rewards aside from just your typical benefits? What are some other things that you're going to offer? So I would say with the affinity groups, it's helped us a ton because they have programming built out for an entire year. They have fantastic blog posts that they're sharing externally. They're inviting speakers to come and speak to employees. So really helping to enhance the employee experience. And then I would say third is our employer brand strategy is to really help nurture those internal programs, right? That enhance also, again, the employee experience. So things such as our ambassador program, total rewards, performance management, our referral program. Um, we also launched an Appian Life influencer program. So we like to think of those as our brand champions. Date, we have roughly around, <laughs> I counted the other day, it's crazy, a little over 160 people. And we started this in our Q4 of last year. So people referring their friends, talking about Appian externally, being really an extension of <laughs> my day-to-day -day and what I do. Um, but again, coming from that authentic place. Is there a uh, an employee value proposition in place? And if so, uh, what might it be? Up until three years ago, um, our AVP, I would say, was quote-unquote known by some employees. But as we've scaled, you know, we've noticed really the dire need to bring employees together through commonalities that we've seen, but may not have necessarily worked across the globe. So that's where Happy and Life Instagram took off organically. Employees love to see the content, followed by our video campaigns that we push out featuring all of our current employees, blog, influencer program, etc. But we don't have an explicit EVP, but we do see consistent threads across all of our content. Really to the core, our secret sauce, I would say, is the people. You're gonna, if you ask anyone what their favorite thing about Appian is, nine times out of 10, they'll say the people, and that one extra person will probably shout out the catered breakfast on Mondays. <laughs> but really, with our EVP not being explicitly stated, you know, I found it to be actually more unique. Arguably, it would probably help me in my role to have something more explicitly stated, but it's been cool to see that you know, all across 
across our content, we see similarities of how employees talk about their work and the impact that it makes, you know, how simplicity is driving their day, how debate is a way that we work around here. Um, two of our four founders were actually ranked top of the nation in debate. So it's kind of funny to see that throughout our culture. But I really like to think of our EVP as like that hole in the wall restaurant, right? There's no signage outside. It's really all by word of mouth. But either way, you know, if you do go there, they're going to be serving you the best meal and the best experience. And that's Appian. That's our culture. Um, all word of mouth and consistency across a lot of things that we're pushing out. Now, the challenge with word of mouth is that it sometimes it only goes so far. So how do you go about activating um, the EVP, the employer brand, and putting it in front of people who may not have thought about Appian? We focus a lot um, in terms of like tying our social campaigns. So my main focus is to look at those current hiring needs and major events that are happening in the now that people can get a good idea of our culture, whether that's through different videos, social campaigns. So for example, we are hiring heavily, not only for our professional services department, but also out in Denver, Colorado. A lot of people don't know what Appian is <laughs> in Denver, Colorado. So last week we did have one of our consultants based there do a Tuesday takeover on the Instagram. He also wrote a blog post. So right there, just last week, and you know, we talked about this before starting to film, but we did just move to our new headquarters in Northern Virginia. So two equally exciting moments that are current um, that we're able to push out. I would say video works tremendously well for us, as well as employees that are taking over our Instagram account every single Tuesday, because everyone has a different story to tell, right? We may have a couple engineers that take it over within a three-month time span, but all of the roles are a little bit different. They all have unique experiences and unique day-to-days. So I would say that's, that's really helped us to activate our employer brand. You mentioned the CEO before. Yeah. Does he help with the activation? Does he produce content and does he open doors? That's a great question. Yeah, he's actually very much involved in um, building Appian's culture. He interviews almost every single student. He's very heavily involved. All the Appian Life stuff gets ran by him. He absolutely loves the content. So it's actually been really great to have not only our CEO, but the rest of our three other founders get really involved in wanting to get their departments interested in the Appian Life content that we're pushing out. So it's it's definitely very refreshing. Um, I worked for organizations where I never really had you know conversations with the C level but they all talk about Appian Life all the time. And I would say more specifically our CEO, right? He he really does value that whole whole person lens. He himself goes and takes some time off throughout the year to go to board gaming conventions. That's his thing. He's, he's created two board games himself. So wow. he loves, yeah, so he loves talking about that. When I in- interviewed with him, I actually talked to him about my dance background the entire time. And we had zero conversation about my recruiting experience. And I was like, there's no way I got this job. <laughs> but for me, it was just like, okay, this is exactly what he is interested in and in getting to know you as the person. And we'll focus on the rest once you start here. Okay. And and also beyond the CEO, you mentioned the influencers. How did they help you to either amplify your content, but perhaps they create their own content under Appian Life? Correct. Yeah. So with Influencer Program, again, it does work twofold. So it helps with our internal programming. So our referral program, as well as our influencers, our ambassadors for employees on their first day. But when it comes to their assistance externally, they're involved in writing blog posts, getting in some of our videos, taking over the Instagram accounts. Um, and it's it's honestly been making my job much easier because when I started, I have to reach out to employees and say, hey, you, know, you should write a blog post about XYZ. And now my inbox is full on a daily basis with, hey, I just relocated to this area. Do you guys need a blog post? And I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. That would be wonderful. So it's, um, it's been great with the, with the program because it's, 
kind of like, we're not going to hold you accountable if you don't write a blog post once a year, but they know what the program entails and how they can get involved in future different campaigns that we may be running as well. Great. Okay. And so how do you measure the impact or the, the return on investment on an employer brand and recruitment marketing? I would say our initial ROI that we were tracking is, you know, our customers were asking for Appian Life gear specifically. Um, investors were commenting on Appian oh, really? Life. Yeah. And investors were talking about Appian Life during our IPO roadshow. For me, I'm like, that's wonderful ROI, but I know we need to start tracking more. So now we're really at the point where we're trying to be more purposeful and not only tracking the ROI for our spend, but also really the ROI of how our campaigns and content are doing. You know, for example, uh, when looking at tools such as the Muse, which has been fantastic for us, um, Glassdoor, Stack Overflow for tech talent, you know, I'm looking to see, okay, you know, how many hires did we receive from these platforms? And then, you know, what's the click to apply rate versus the actual total number of applicants. So if we have, you know, 50% or 50 people clicking to apply and maybe only two are completing, okay, something's wrong there, right? Um, we're starting to get more granular there. But for social, we recently started using Sprout, which has been fantastic for us really to tag all campaigns that we're running in order to run reports to see what's working, what's not, so we can adjust from there. Because um, we do spend a lot of time with video with our internal team. Um, and it takes a lot of time from them. So the more that I can understand what's working and what's not, the better. You know, in the past, it's been a bit more of that spray and pray mentality. Um, but now we're working with that agile mindset, very happy of me to say. <laughs> um, but it has been working very well in order to help us audit in order to improve. What um, would be your top tips to other um, professionals listening to this? And uh, feel free to include any pitfalls to avoid as well. That's a great question. Um, so my tips are going to definitely come from the lens of someone who has really just been focused on doing this role for about a year. I've learned quite a bit, but I would say first things first is reach out to your network. If you don't have one, I encourage you to find one. Talent Brand Alliance is a fantastic community to join. They've helped me tremendously. I know they're hosting their summit in London, I believe, is it October? You bet. Absolutely. Yeah. Look forward to that. Yeah. And you and I sat at the same table in Austin, <laughs> the one in March. It's, it's so funny, um, full circle. But um, yeah, so to be in a room of over 100 plus employer branding professionals, you know, sharing tips, working through struggles together, really reaffirm that I'm in the right space. So if you're new into this role, I encourage you to connect with that community. And then the second tip I would say is reminder that Rome was not built in a day. So when starting in this role, it can be really easy to look at every single thing from first touch point all the way through employee experience and think we have to get all of this done right now. I know that's how my mentality was and I had to take a step back after a couple months and really think about, okay, what are our needs first wants and started to map everything out in order to see what can we accomplish this year versus what can wait a little bit in 2020. And then I would say my third and final tip um, would be to build a strong relationship with your creative team or your marketing department internally if you have one. Um, so from conversations that I've had with other employer brand practitioners, uh, I've really come to find that the siloing of marketing and then the employer brand slash like talent acquisition teams is super common. But for us, you know, by building a strong relationship with our creative team internally, it's really helped to show consistency across all of our content and then with theirs versus when we started, it kind of was like, oh yeah, let's do everything happy in life. And people saw that as two separate commodities, which in a sense we are, but there still should be fluidity across the content that we're pushing out. That has made my job much easier. So again, in summary, you're not alone. <laughs> find a network, create this list of needs versus wants, and then find a way to build that relationship with your internal team. 
Fantastic. Okay, so final question is, uh, where can our listeners check out Appian Life and uh, where can they connect with yourself, Tricia? So for Appian Life, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and then we relaunched Twitter this past Monday. So we are on all of them. Appian Life um, is literally, if you search it, they'll be on every single one. Um, and then for me, if you just search Trisha Goose, I'm probably only one of four gooses on LinkedIn. The rest, you'll see my mom, dad, and my brother. So um, yes, yeah, so you can please reach out and connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm more than happy to chat all things employer brand. Great. Thank you so much for your time today. Welcome. Thank you. Okay, that is it, folks. Now, if you enjoy this episode as much as I did, then please make sure to reach out to Trisha and thank her. Also, you may want to subscribe to this podcast, uh, which is available at employerbrandingpodcast.com as well as on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, and all the other places. And of course, if you really enjoyed this episode, please help us out by leaving a review on one of those platforms. Finally, if you want to dig into uh, what's working with your employer branding activity, and more importantly what's not working feel free to check out the employer brand index so that's employerbrandindex.co which is our way of understanding and measuring a company's reputation as an employer and that is it for this week thank you so much for tuning in and catch you next time A quote that I would say that I would certainly live by, especially in this role, is you do not grow when you're comfortable.